Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. As we all know, these days, it is not just a national economy we have to concern ourselves with. It is a global economy, and retirement savers and spenders might be worried about the war overseas involving Israel and Hamas. J.P. Morgan's Mira Pandit tells CNBC that investors, honestly, well, they should keep their cool. And of course, it's going to send some jitters through markets. But what we have seen over time is that typically the impact in the longer run from geopolitical events tends to be somewhat contained. So what we're watching right now as we see this conflict unfold from an economic and market perspective is, does it widen out? Do more countries within the Middle East get involved? What is the pass through effect potentially to things like oil? But at this point, it's really early to say. So what are your thoughts here, Jim? Do you agree? What are you telling your clients that are calling maybe concerned about this? Well, First and foremost here, Chris, our hearts go out to the people of Israel and all the families involved in that recent uh, series of events that have unfolded over there. I mean, mm-hmm. it's absolutely heartbreaking to see some of those pictures and videos and oh, my gosh. Uh, and it just seems like this conflict is going to continue on and on and on until some sort of meaningful resolution is agreed upon. We all kind of know that it's general knowledge at this point. And look, we, we had that invasion of Ukraine by Russia uh, roughly around two years ago. That's so. Right. You know, clearly we, we've seen there's some unrest that can trickle down into our pocket from a financial standpoint. Um, you know, we've seen oil and other commodities pr- prices kind of on the rise there. Stock markets, they seem to be pretty resilient lately, though. I mean, we still have over 10 percent growth in the S&P index uh, here in 2023 at this point in the year. And things seem to be holding steady, at least for the time being. But as far as where we're going to end up by the end of the year, I mean, geez, that's anyone's guess. So instead of trying to get you know the crystal ball out and to predict where the market's going to be, which is nearly impossible uh, to predict you know with any type of precision, what I do is I remain just focused on the elements of of financial planning that we do have some control over. And as we come closer and closer to the end of 2023, it leaves us with just a few weeks here and now to take advantage of things like these Trump tax cuts for calendar year 2023. For example, we have no clue where the S&P is going to end in several weeks, but we do know for a fact that we uh, can take advantage of these Roth conversions in 2023 because uh, they have to be done by the end of the year. So these are things we do have control over. And I mean, there's so many firms out there that won't even let you do the conversions if your money's in an IRA or uh, you know, that type of uh, pre-tax account. A lot of firms don't even let you do conversions after the second week of December because it's too close for their processing time. So mm. they didn't want to even like. So we literally have just a few weeks here and now to take advantage of these discounted taxes, all thanks to President Trump uh, for tax year 2023, Chris. You, better, uh, you mentioned a great word there, that is control, because it's very easy to see the news, you know, whether it is the, the current conflict over there in the Middle East or or the economy, whatever, and feel powerless and, and say, I need to make a change just so I feel like I have the illusion of control. That's probably not the best decision, but being tactical about it, like taking advantage of these taxes, as you said, is very much something that people have control over. Is there anything else that people should be aware of or, or maybe able to work with you know, right now while they're feeling powerless? Yeah, of course. And, and I mean, look, the reason that this is so important 
is because a lot of folks have substantial amounts of monies built up in their IRAs and their 401k. And most of that money, if not all of it, has not yet been taxed. And yes, all of that money eventually needs to come back out of those accounts. And it's eventually going to be taxed. So the, our goal from a, from a tax minimization standpoint should be plotting out ways to be paying the IRS the absolute least amount of tax uh, throughout our retirement. And, 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 and look, shame on those big financial firms, the vanguards, the fidelities. They're the ones that are, are refusing to answer questions from their, from their customers, these tax-related questions. They all know the answers, those, those representatives over there who are licensed. Um, but look, the big companies say, look, pass it on to someone else. Don't answer the client's questions. They don't want to waste their time and their resources teaching people about taxes and the taxation of these big retirement accounts. Because look, they don't make any money by having their phone representatives out, out chit-chatting to, to customers about taxes. So they're so focused uh, on, on just gathering assets, on just you know bringing on new accounts and having you invest more and more and more that these big companies are failing to help in just teaching their clients even the basics uh, on these techniques of how to, um, how to be paying the IRS less over the course of your retirement. So look, I tell our, our listeners all the time that all of us financial advisors, we know the answers. We can't get our license to practice unless we pass tests to prove to the regulators that we have a good, solid understanding of the tax consequences of our investments, especially the tax consequences of these 401ks and IRA uh, withdrawals and the RMDs. And look, I tell people all the time, and this is true, that the IRS is not our friend. They want us to slip up and pay the most possible tax. Mm -hmm. I mean, just look at their website. There's there's no helpful calculators or or worksheets for Americans to to use to help them in plotting out what their what their RMDs could look like. Um, you know, and remember that's the one thing that we do have control over from a tax uh, planning standpoint. So let me give you an example. Okay, let's say you're in your mid sixties and you're winding down with work. You're going to be maybe re, uh, retiring uh, soon. And let's say your gross income is about $80,000 and your spouse makes around 50000 Okay. But you both also contribute nice amounts to your 401ks, which is going to reduce your taxable income. So what you're going to want to do is to follow this little tax uh, planning strategy here. Um, actually, grab a, a pen and a piece of paper and write this down because this is important. And what I want you to do is write down line 15, write that down on a piece of paper, line 15, or put it in your phone or something. Because you, what you want to do is look at line number 15 on your tax return. That's going to show you the amount of your taxable income. And that's different from your AGI. We're not talking about your adjusted gross income, line 15. That's the taxable income. That's the amount that you're actually being taxed on. Okay. And if you subtract your, your 401k contributions from your, your gross income, and if you subtract your standard deductions, um, which, which could be uh, $28,700 if you're over 65 uh, married, um, the, line on, uh, the amount on line number 15, in this example that I'm giving, it should be something maybe around 42,000. Uh, so that means you have some more room in that 12% the 12% bracket where you could be better utilizing those low tax rates. Hmm. Because look, after these Trump tax cuts run out in, in, in just around a little over two years, 
We have the end of this year and then two more years. That 12% bracket is jumping up to 15% bracket. And the number 15 is 25% greater than the number 12. So uh, for those withdrawals, you're going to be handing the IRS more of your money. So look, if your line number 15, I'm going back to that example, is 42,000, that means you have an additional roughly $47,000 that could be converted from your existing IRA or your existing 401k into a Roth IRA. And all of that with just paying 12% tax. And in my opinion, look, there's no way we're ever going to see these 12% brackets again, not with 32 trillion with a T, trillion dollars of debt here in America. And by not converting that $47,000 to a Roth, um, you know, you would have to worry about increased taxes down the road because your, your money, um, you know, has not yet been taxed. But that all flip flops, that all changes for the better, uh, potentially, if taxes go up, if you're uh, protected by the Roth. And don't forget about your kids, too. Because if they inherit the Roth, they're not going to need to pay federal income tax on that money. They keep all of it. And this is especially important. Let's say you pass away in your 80s and your, your kids are in, your, in their 50s at that time. The last thing you want is your money going onto their income tax return when they're in those peak earning years of theirs in their 50s. Because, look, the IRS is going to be making out like a bandit with your, your hard-earned uh, retirement money. So bottom line here, look, if your current financial advisor or if these big financial firms where you have your 401k, if they're not walking you through even the simplest of these planning techniques, like the one that I just described, then you need to get in contact with someone like myself who can help you with this. We only have a few weeks left to take advantage of some of these techniques for 2023 tax year. So you just want to reach out to my office today in order to set up a time for us to chat this upcoming week. And the number to call right now to set up a time is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. And I will personally teach you about these techniques, me. And I'll do this completely complimentary for you. Because the last thing I want to see our fellow 1210 WPHD listeners do is overpay the IRS. And look, our family here on 1210 is filled. All of us listeners, we get into the car, we don't change that dial. We don't flip around the dial. We stick to 1210. And we are hardworking, law-abiding Americans who, who put our family and country first. And that's why I'm here on the air every Saturday morning, making sure that our listeners are making the most of the retirement savings and giving the IRS the absolute least amount we legally need to do so so that we could best continue to provide for ourselves and our families. So once again, the number to call right now for me to help you out with these tax strategies, which can be a big potential help for you and your family, the number is 610-894-7415, Chris. And as a reminder, it's something that Jim said many times, it is not your patriotic duty to pay more than you need to in taxes. I've never once I filled out my return, uh, filed my taxes uh, you know, in, in April and said, oh, gosh, I feel so patriotic about this right now. There is a difference between tax avoidance and tax mitigation. Avoidance is illegal. We're talking about mitigation, making sure that you pay as little as you're required to when it comes to, to your accounts. The number one more time, 610-894-7415. Another thing that's been said many times here on the show, as interest rates go up, the value of bonds go down. 
Bloomberg reports that bonds with maturities of 10 years or more are down 46%, while the 30-year bonds, they're down 53%. In other words, the bond market, well, it's having its own 2008. If people are in a classic 60-40 portfolio, that means that nearly half of their money is having a 2008. How do we go about changing that, Jim? Well, look, Chris, it's one of the most basic concepts that we have here in finance, which is that when interest rates go up, the value of fixed rate bonds goes down. It's an inverse relationship and it's a fact. It's not a maybe type of situation. It happens. And the reason is because investors can now use fresh money to buy brand new bonds offering higher rates than the bonds that were being offered even you know a year ago or a couple of years ago uh, and that no one wants anymore. No one wants those older bonds that are already in existence um, that have those uh, lower rates. Everyone wants the brand new shiny ones that that have the higher interest rates. So those older bonds, they just se- they need to sell at what's called a discount. Bonds sell at either a premium or a discount. They need to they need to be marked down in order to be attractive uh, from a from a financial standpoint as the shiny new bonds that are paying more interest. I mean, think of it like last year's clothing styles you know, that are sitting on a clearance rack in the back of a clothing store. <laughs> I mean, sure, you're going to get some shoppers that, you know, want to shop around and go right back to that clearance rack and think to themselves, okay, you know, I'll, I'll buy this shirt from last season because it's marked down 15%. Uh, well, nowadays, uh, investors, you know, they're not buying individual bonds as, as much. Most people, like especially in 401ks, they're buying bonds. They're in the bond funds. So you don't really know what you're getting. And most of these popular ones, like the like the Vanguard Total Bond Fund and uh, the Vanguard Intermediate Term Bond Fund, we talked about this on a recent show, um, the Vanguard Ginny May Fund, GNMA is what that stands for. Um, and and I, I talk about these over and over because I, I need to make sure our, our 1210 listeners know that those bond funds are comprised mostly of the older bonds that were just paying a tiny bit of interest from a couple of years ago, a few years ago, et cetera. And they were, remember, we were stuck with low interest rates for a long time back then. And, and nobody wants to buy those older bonds. So they need to sell up deep at these deep discounts. So, you know, another way to think about it is, you know, think about that one neighbor you have in your neighborhood that has that yard sale every couple of months and just put some just some nasty items out on the on the <laughs> table there and maybe their grandmom's old sewing machine and maybe a pair of like scratched up old dishes and and all and you know maybe that 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 bent uh, set of silverware you know a little bit of rust on the side i mean I think about it you you, you drive you take one glance when you're driving by you, and you just hit the gas pedal because you know there's no way <laughs> you're stopping and buying any of that garbage well the same way um, is is really the the way I think of it when I think about these bonds that were issued a few years ago. Uh, so even though you might think to yourself, well, I don't have any individual bonds, I'm telling you, they're the main ingredient in these bond funds that you have in your 401k or your IRA, especially especially for those investors that have that typical 60-40 stock-to-bond mix, Chris. You know, I, I'm reminded of the saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. But that's not always the case. Sometimes <laughs> trash is trash, and, and especially if, if you can go out and get something better, a, a more lucrative rate w- with these bonds. So are there alternatives to, to you know, the 60-40 mix or, or you know, being so heavily uh, invested in bonds? Uh, yeah, there absolutely are. And, and on one of our recent shows, you know, I was calling Delight, 
those Vanguard bond funds that have been averaging around one and a half percent. Well, guess what, Fidelity? It's your turn today uh, <laughs> because you're not doing much better over there. And I just this morning looked up some of the results on these Fidelity bond funds that a lot of our listeners have big money in these bond funds, like the Fidelity U.S. Bond Index Fund. Uh, you've been averaging a whopping 1.11% per year Ooh. over the past 10 years. Or wait, maybe you're in the, in the Fidelity Inflation Protected Bond Fund, which in the title might seem like a good choice because, hey, we have high inflation now. Uh, well, look, that fund lost over 2% last year. So a, a lot of protection, I'm doing air quotes here, a lot of protection that had in times of high inflation. Um, the ten, and the 10-year average on that is 1.68% per year. And just to point out one more of Fidelity's popular bond funds, maybe you're in their intermediate term fund. You've been earning, ready for this, 1.42% per year over the past 10 years. Not and great. even with interest rates on the rise, the intermediate term bond fund is only up about 2.4% this year. And that has some people scratching their heads because they're thinking, wait a minute, I can get treasuries in the 5% range right now. Uh, and, and people say, why is it, why is that Fidelity bond fund only getting 2.4? Well, remember, those bond funds have a bunch of the old garbage bonds from previous years that are still the main ingredient that the fund manager can't just light a match and burn all those lousy bonds. He's stuck with them. And, and you know, we, we can light a match to grandma's sewing machine and, and the bad dishes. And maybe that stuffed animal that's, you know, missing an arm. But we can't just get rid of items like these bonds. It's impossible to do that. And look, to make matters worse, a lot of my listeners have financial advisors they're currently working with who are charging them a fee to manage the investments. And if you have that 60-40 mix, that means 40% of your money is in these bond types of investments. So if you're only earning 1.5% on that 40% of your money and your advisor's charging you, I don't know, a 1% fee, then think about it. You're making it, and then they're taking it. Hmm. You're making it, they're taking it. How is that fair to you? The advisor is still going to get paid their 1% fee no matter what. If you make money or lose money or even if you break even. So what's their motivation to get you something better? They're getting paid regardless. And look, I'll be frank, I wouldn't put one penny of my personal money in bond funds at this current period of time when we know they're experiencing such hardship. And I feel like, like a lot of good people are wasting valuable time of their life just sitting in these bond funds and they're reading their statements month after month wondering why their money isn't growing as much as they had hoped. So look, if this is really hitting home to you, and if you're in one of those 60-40 mixes or 70-30, or if you have one of those target funds like Target 2025 fund or the balance fund, I'm speaking directly to you because it's a great time right now to get a second opinion from a financial advisor like myself, someone different from your current advisor. You can't get a second opinion from them <laughs> um, because uh, we want to make sure you're taking advantage of these higher interest rates that are available now. All, you can get things that are that will still keep your principal 100 percent protected against market loss and have these great rates. Uh, and we can have a discussion, you and I personally, on, on a phone call or a Zoom video conference, or we could set up a time to chat in my Marlton, New Jersey office or even my Radnor, Pennsylvania office, which, by the way, is just a, a couple of blocks away from Villanova University. So the number to call now 
uh, to get in touch uh, with me later this week. Someone from my team right now will take down your name and number. The phone number is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. And like I said, we'll talk later this week. This call today, when you call in, it's only going to be a, a, about a two-minute phone call. Which, And I mention that because I know a lot of folks are driving around or running errands and don't have a lot of time to to talk finances. That's not what today will be. Just a quick call to get your name and number. But but look, we're talking about the possibility of you earning tens of thousands of extra dollars per year right now um, by getting that 30 or 40% of your bond positions, you know, that all of that money that you have in the uh, allocated to bonds into something offering better interest, higher rates. And you could probably think of a lot of nice things to use that extra money on you know, that you might earn. So, you know, home repairs or helping out one of your kids. So these are, uh, these are, it's important time to, to take a look at this. Um, one more time, the office number is 610-894-7415, Chris. You've worked hard for the money that you've saved towards retirement. Why not make sure that it is working as hard as possible for you? And it all starts with that complimentary uh, appointment, that second opinion with Jim Cipriotti. Once again, that number 610 7415. We talk a lot about annuities offering guaranteed income for life, and today's higher interest rates mean higher payouts for many types of annuities. But what if you've bought one when rates were extremely low? Jim, is it possible to trade an older annuity in for a newer one? Yeah, well, Chris, look, these higher interest rates these days have really had a big, big impact on, on just about every type of financial instrument that's linked to interest rates. I mean, look at mortgage rates. They're, they're over 7% now. They were just in the 2% range around, what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and look at the interest rates now in these high-yield savings uh, accounts, money market rates. Uh, you can get around 5.2, almost 5.3 in a Vanguard money market rate these days. And that rate was just around 1%. Everyone remembers this. It was lurking right around that 1% range for the past several years. And... Annuity rates uh, are in the same position with being positively impacted uh, with these these higher interest rates that are now available. So not only have annuity interest rates, uh, you know, they've taken a big jump recently, but it's also these payout percentages that have increased on so many of these annuities, the newer ones. And since there's there's literally hundreds of billions of dollars going into annuities each year, I'm, I'm certain that a lot of our listeners own these annuities. So the main takeaways here should be that, you know, get that second opinion from your from, on your current annuity, especially if you got one a few years ago, because you, you might be locked in to those lower interest rates in that older annuity and lower payout rates that were being offered back then. Uh, but the nice thing about annuities is that you don't need to remain married to them forever. For example, if you find one with better interest rates and better payout rates, then it may very well be in your best interest to consider the newer ones instead of keeping your older one. But, you know, one of the things that I've heard about annuities that have been mentioned before is that you said, you know, you don't have to be married to them for a prolonged period of time. But the, the contract you sign, sometimes there's a surrender charge. So wouldn't, wouldn't giving up that current annuity mean that you're giving up some of the money that you have in there? Uh, there very well may be. So that's why it's on a... Um, it's on a uh, one-by-one sort of situation where we have to look at each and, and see if there's a true benefit to you. Um, sometimes there's guaranteed payouts that may offset those those charges. So you have to look at these all individually okay. to see what might be in your best interest and what's suitable. And look, one of the other nice things about annuities is that if you do go from one annuity to another, you don't have to pay taxes 
on any of the interest that you made when you exchange the annuity. Hmm. It's called a Section 1035 exchange. And a lot of folks are familiar with the, the transaction when it comes to real estate, uh, which is called a Section 1031 exchange. And it's, it's, a, it's really a simple process. It's literally just one form that you would sign. And the value of one annuity can get transferred into another annuity completely tax-free. Now, eventually down the road, when you begin collecting money on the annuity, you're going to pay some taxes on it. Um, but at least you won't have a big, you know, kind of taxable event in one year if you end up transferring from one annuity to another with that Section 1035 exchange. And look, some folks may have experienced the, these lower rates um, or, or maybe um, even experienced not so much growth in their annuities. Mm -hmm. So this would be a great time to reevaluate and just to see if there are any other better choices out there for your retirement savings. Because not a lot of people know this, uh, but when these annuity companies, uh, you know, they offer these guarantees, let's say, of lifetime income, these annuity companies behind the scenes, they're required, required to invest a large portion of your money in bonds that match up with your life expectancy. So, and they do that to provide the guarantees that they're offering. In other words, they can't take your money and promise you a lifetime of income. Then the next day, take your money and go invest it in something risky like Tesla stock <laughs> or something, you know, off the wall uh, or other high risk investments. Because look, what if the stock collapses? Then they're on the hook to still provide you that income that they promised. Mm -hmm. And if you did get your annuity a few years ago, that means they bought bonds with your money that were paying very low interest. And that's why you're, you're likely to be stuck in those lower rates for the life of the account. So the bottom line here is that if you've been considering an annuity, now is a great time uh, to be able to lock in these, these, these higher than average uh, payout rates. In fact, they're the highest we've seen in, in the past 10, 20 years. And if you've been uh, looking over the past couple of years, but haven't checked on annuities recently, then I would suggest taking another look now. You're going to be pleasantly surprised. And the other thing I'd like to point out to our listeners is that if they own an annuity currently and they've invested in it over the past, say, few years, it may be in your best interest uh, to get a second opinion from a financial advisor like myself who can take a look at what you have and see if there are better options. So it might be in your, in your best interest to make a move. Uh, the number to call right now to set up a time for us to chat later this week so we can have a chat about this is 610-894-7415. That's 610-894-7415. And look, the other thing to, to consider is that inflation is kind of going down a bit. I mean, last year we were at 8.1. Now they just made the announcement about 3.2% for this upcoming year. So this could very well mean that annuity rates might also be decreasing um, as maybe rates and as inflation kind of decreases. So that just makes it even more of a reason that now is such an opportune time to lock in the rates while they're so attractive. Um, and one last thing I want to toss in the mix here is that a lot of a lot of people I'm interacting with are so focused on these short term rates. Jim, I can get five percent on a three year treasury. Um, What's going to happen when rates go back down, you know, when, when this inflation thing kind of blows over, you're going to be back, maybe back down to the ones and two percent ranges. Mm. Why not lock in something strong? You know, we have five and a half percent, six percent right now. 
why not lock it in for several years? That way, if rates do drop down, you'll say, ha ha ha, you know, look what I got. I got this back from, you know, 2023 when rates were really high. So we have these things available right now. It might be wise to ladder, you know, get some short term, then some longer term. So once again, the number to, to, to chat with me personally uh, later in the week, the number to call right now, and I'll give you more information on these current rates and we'll see what works for you. And I'll get to know your situation a little bit better. The number 610-894-7415. Certainly we're taking a look at right now while we seem to be almost at a tipping point with interest rates being as high as they are and inflation uh, cooling off significantly. Not a great time to go and get a house loan, for example, but being able to use the interest rates in your favor, especially as it pertains to your retirement. Take a look. Uh, Jim will be happy to do that. A complimentary second opinion, 610-894-7415. The show is called Freedom to Retire. Uh, the company is called Retire Ready Financial Group. And so the question is, why are you still working when you could be retired and enjoying life? That is the question an attorney is posing. He calls himself Beach Lawyer Paul on TikTok. One of my best friends died a couple of days ago, and he kept working at a job he hated because he wanted his pension to be a little bit higher when he retired. He planned to go to Italy with his wife. Now his wife is grieving the death of her husband. What in the hell is wrong with people who keep working as if they're going to get some big reward, and then it, you're too late to go away because you're sick, you can't walk, your vision is no good. Just don't work for money if you don't like your job. Life is too short. What a sad thing to do to work and work and work and at the end have nothing. I think he brings up a good point here, Jim. And I have to wonder, in your 25 plus years of experience at this point, have you had clients who felt like they had to keep working until you showed them they can comfortably and actually walk away from the job and retire? Yeah, I mean, you're right. He does have a pretty blunt and to the point way of yeah. saying things. And look, he's not wrong, is he? And look, yeah, like you said, Chris, I've been helping people for the past 25 years with their retirement income planning, the tax planning. So I think I'm a pretty accurate voice here to kind of share with our our many thousands of and thousands of listeners here uh, this Saturday morning on mm -hmm. the air. And, and I can say without question that that there's so many people that are continuing to work when they shouldn't be. And, and some people have plenty, plenty of money. So working another two, three years isn't really going to move the needle too much. Uh, you should be enjoying the fruits of your labor a little bit more. No one wants to be that billionaire in a wheelchair in the corner of the nursing home, you know, especially when you're sharing stories, you know, in your wheelchair of, of your with other 90 year olds that, you know, telling people how much money you made in your stocks. No one really cares about that. It's more interesting to hear the story from a retiree that talks about how they traveled the world and made great memories with their kids, their grandkids, uh, life changing events with your family. And I would say, look, on the flip side of the coin, there's a lot of folks out there who are working needlessly because they're unsure about whether or not they can actually retire. For example, there's a lot of union workers I know that are listening right now, uh, and I feel blessed to have spoken with so many of them over the years right here from the show. And a lot of these guys and gals, they're physically in pain. Uh, a lot of them have a hard time even motivating themselves to get out of bed each morning, knowing that there's so much more physical work that uh, they're going to be doing later that day. Uh, nurses, uh, there's so many nurses, they're on their feet all day. They're running from this side of the building to that side of the building. Then in the middle of that, they're lifting heavy bodies in and out of these beds and mm -hmm. rolling people, over, putting a lot of strain on their backs, leaning over. Um, Office workers, too. I mean, there's there's stress there. Deadlines, uh, you know, having to put up with out of touch managers. I, I mean, no matter what our profession might be, 
uh, when we when we gear up to take that big plunge in the retirement, we need to just do some 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 number crunching. We need to see where your finances are to see if you're in good shape and to see what retirement could look like. And that's what I help people with every single day, Chris. And I have to feel like there are people who come into the office uh, or who are still working to this day where they do have a number in mind where it's, you know, I need to have one and a half million or I need to have 600,000 or whatever the number is. But really, if, if they sat down and they crunched the numbers, they could probably walk away from that job, you know, with with what they have right now. But they don't know because they just want to continue working until they get there. It's kind of that gambler's fallacy, right? As soon as I as soon as I break even, I'll be good to go. Yeah. And then they don't get up and go. Mm-hmm. They keep gambling. So same thing with retirement planning. A lot of people have plenty of money. They don't think they do. They think they have to keep going, just like you said. But then I run the numbers and they think and then they say, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be fine. I can retire tomorrow. Those are the people I want to speak with uh, if you're unsure. And look, it doesn't matter if you're even you know a few years away from even considering retirement. You want to start planning then especially um, because, look, if you're over 59 and a half, then you're usually able to roll your money over even from a retirement account that you're currently linked up with, currently contributing to. You'll still contribute and still get your match, but you can roll over a portion of that completely tax-free into a different type of retirement investment that can position you better for the monthly income that you're going to need throughout your retirement. Because you're going to need that uh, in monthly income because once your paycheck stops in retirement, how else are you going to pay bills? And this is so important because after speaking with hundreds of our 1210 WPHD listeners, I know that so many listeners in particular, got spooked when Biden got elected Mm -hmm. and people shifted their money into these stable value funds and their 401k and the money market funds. And quite frankly, I don't blame people for doing that um, because, you know, a lot of people aren't thrilled with where he's, you know, taking our country or where's, you know, what it could have looked like at the time he was elected. But look, the good news that I want to share with our listeners is that there's other places you can roll your money. and, and where you can protect your principal. That's why you put the money in the money market in the stable fund. You wanted to protect what you have. There's other financial instruments that can also do the same with giving you the, a much better opportunity for more interest than what you're earning in that money market or the stable value. Because look, you know deep down, if you're in your 60s, you can't leave that money in the stable fund forever. Your inflation is going to eat you alive. Mm-hmm. And what I would love to teach you know, our listeners is some choices. Uh, your 401k is not the only investment in the world. There's so many other alternatives out there instead of uh, just settling for that stable fund. Uh, and this goes for people, too, that were maybe just offered a, a lump sum um, pension buyout. You have choices. You don't have to stick with your pension or stick it in the stock market. There's a whole other a host of other things that could provide that lifetime income to mimic the pension, but still allow you to maintain control of the money. Or maybe you have some of that drop money coming in because you work for the city. Um, and you know we need to just be looking at all of the elements of a, of a healthy retirement um, from a financial standpoint. We need to look at it all under one lens. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. 
Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.